happening, everyone? Welcome to the fifth episode of the Dirty Brawlers podcast. Today, I am joined by Ronaldo Gonzalez. He is, of course, a boxing fan. He is, uh, well, sadly, he's a Chivas fan as well, but we'll leave that for another time. <laughs> Ronaldo, how are you, my man? I'm pretty good, and yourself? I'm doing good. Well, you know we had some problems right now recording this, but uh, we got it done. Yeah, we did. It took we're a while, but now we're we're, we're up, good now. We're up and running. Uh, well, of course, as you, as the fans know, and and you know, and we all know as well, um, Adrian Granados has a fight coming up in a couple weeks. He'll be fighting Danny Garcia, and you know, I feel like they're Putting him against the Lions at 147, man. What do you make of this fight? Because Granados himself said that he's not a gate gatekeeper. He is a legit elite fighter. What do you make of this fight against Danny Garcia? Uh, I think you're right that they're putting him against the Lions. But that's also a problem with this team. Because your team can technically pick up your, pick up your fight. And he... His team is putting him against the odds every fight, technically. So, um, I mean, this fight, I think this fight is, like, one of the fights I actually see that he can actually win. Just because Danny Garcia, he kind of gets... know how to act when a fighter comes at him, like, straight up like a lion right at him. And that's what Granado does. He's well, a tiger, more like a tiger, right? That's what they call him in the theater. He comes straight forward at you. I mean, it can benefit Danny Garcia just because he's a counter puncher, but Granado is a very. Uh, he, he, he's pretty dirty, I would say. And, like, he's weird to fight. He's like a. My, he reminds me of Maidana. But I don't think he should be fighting at 140. I still think he should be fighting at 140, and he would have. Would have a lot more wins than than what he does now. Well, actually, if you really think about it, Adrian Granado's a signature win. The 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 victory that got him to this platform was at 140. So you're completely right, dude. I mean, they're feeding him to the Lions at 147. He's clearly a smaller dude. So how how do you think he he would he would do at 140? Do you think he would continue that that streak of fighting? And and winning at 140, or is it maybe he won't make it at one? He won't make 140 anymore, and that's why he's fighting at 147 despite the the size advantage. I'm sure, I I think he would make 140. He makes 147 usually. He always weighs in like 145, 146, easy. And he looks good. He doesn't look dehydrated or nothing. So I really think he. I think he would. Not take over the 140 division, but he would be up there top three, four for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who was it, Amir Imam? Yes. Imam that, that he beat about three, four years ago, which is the signature win of Adrian Granados' career. And to be to be fair, uh, Imam was undefeated at the time. So that was pretty big. It was pretty big for, for Adrian Granados. So you did mention that uh, Granados is, you know, no pun intended, he's like a tiger and that he just comes straight forward. Um, you know, he's a all-out brawler, very very pressure, very high volume of 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 punches. So, 
is that what you think Danny uh sorry um Adrian Granados has to do to to beat Danny Garcia or is there another way that perhaps he can get around that brawling mentality and and win this fight in in a different fashion no he can't do it because Adrian Granados has no idea on how to box his coach uh, they they sh- they don't they just teach him off offense technically he has no type of defense so if he would try to box he would get outboxed by Danny Garcia and he would get he would get whooped like whooped that's what i would say so uh, the only chance he has is by going straight at Danny Garcia being aggressive all night like he did against Porter do the same thing and he has a chance so what about defensively? How how do you think Granados is going to fare against uh against Danny Garcia or is his defense going to be his offense? That yeah, his defense will be his offense. Yeah. So by him being aggressive, um it's I mean Danny Garcia he's going to full counter but if he if Granados stays on him the whole fight doesn't let him breathe, it's going to be hard for Danny Garcia to him cuz he he literally goes at you like a bull, you can say. Yeah, yeah, but but then you know it, it kind of just plays. It, it could play into Danny Garcia's hands too with uh, with his counter left hook, perhaps. But we know that Adrian Granados has a very very good chin, and he can take a punch. So that's not out of the question that he can take the punch. But you know, sometimes one of those shots that catch you from a weird angle those are the ones that put you down so you you never know that's why my question was how how will he fare against Danny Garcia defensively because I mean somehow you're gonna have to defend but it does make perfect sense that that uh that he defends with his uh, with his high output of punches what if Granado just Granado's just messes around and shocks the world beats Danny Garcia what's next for him what would he do after I mean, they would put him against. They would. He would get a title shot, most likely. Wow! Again. Like that. Yeah, because he did get a title shot at Sean Porter, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Mm, I don't know. I don't. I. I think Sean Porter became champ a few months after he fought Granados. I'm not sure. I think. I. I think that's what. I it can't is. remember, but it had to be a title were... eliminator, though. It had to be. But yeah, so. Um... Uh, he would get a title shot for sure, though. Danny Garcia is a big name, and whoever would be whoever's champion would want to take that fight. Maybe Keith Thurman, who knows, he would want to take that fight. Because Adrian Granados is a name that he's a he's a good fighter. He's given good fights, but look at his, his technically in boxing, they try to put you against a fighter that has a decent record. And that has fought good opponents, but look at all. Technically, every big agent has been. That's what uh, about him. That's why they go for him. You broke up a little bit at the end, so I'm gonna just kind of paraphrase here what what you said. Um, basically, you know, against the big guys like like the Broners and the Porters and uh, who else did it? well the Danny Garcias of the world. Those are the guys that, 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 well, Granados is the type of guy that those guys go after. 
right? That's pretty much what you, what you said. Okay. Yes, correct. All right. Yeah, I, I just had to rephrase it because you did break up a little bit. So, you know, I didn't want the fans to, to miss out on anything that you said because I thought that was pretty, pretty important. Um, all right. Well, let's move on a little bit because this weekend that we have coming up, it's, it's, it's heavy. It's pretty heavy with MMA and with boxing. But since we are just talking boxing right now, let's talk about Vasil Lomachenko and Anthony Krola which is going to be a fight that's on Friday, which it, it, it's a little bit odd. Usually Lomachenko and all the big boxing matches occur on, on, on Saturday. But let's talk about Vasily Lomachenko. And we were talking about this a couple days ago. And you said that this was a fight that Lomachenko could have taken, maybe because he didn't want to stay inactive for a long time. What else can you make of this fight? I mean, that's literally... You really made me think that that has to be the only reason why he took this fight. Yeah, I mean, other than that, just because um, Krola is ranked number two, I believe, in the lightweight division. And pretty much he was kind of like forced to take that fight. But other than that, I mean, everybody knows that that Krola has no chance in beating Lomachenko. And it's pretty much a tune-up fight for Lomachenko, in my opinion. Well, I think a lot of people share your opinion, dude. And also, I mean, if you really think about it and you really put yourself to in, in that state of mind, no one wants to fight Lomachenko. Like, seriously, no, no one wants to take this fight against Lomachenko. They're afraid. And to be fair, I don't blame them. But, I mean, you can't, you, you can't be afraid to be great. So this, I mean, this is. Lomachenko's no, gonna end up going up and wait. He has to going to one, going up to one forty seven and whooping the shit out of Errol Spence. Oh, watch, <laughs> watch. Really, elaborate on that. How do you think that that that, that move to one forty seven is gonna look like? I mean, it's not gonna happen right now, but I think he will take that risk. He would give a lot better fight than what Mikey did. Just because Mikey, everybody talks about his footwork, but he doesn't have that much of amazing footwork. He's a really squared guy that you can easily hit, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And Lomachenko's a, he's different. He's, he's very different. I don't know how to express Lomachenko. I don't know how to explain how he is, but he's, he's very different. You know, I was... Um... I was on Reddit. Do you know what, what Reddit is? It's like yeah. a social media, you know, social media platform. I was on Reddit, and on the boxing page, there was uh, someone posted. Uh, I found tickets for a decent price for this Lomachenko Krola fight. Should I take it? And I'm, I, I responded, and I'm like, dude, every time Lomachenko fights, it's history in the making. It doesn't matter how much you have to pay. Just go witness history, dude. And I hope this guy, if he's listening or not, I hope he took those tickets. Because like you said, it's so hard to ex- explain Lomachenko's style. Like, for, like, let's say, for example, someone, someone is listening to us right now that has never watched the fight of Vasily Lomachenko. Do, do your best and explain to them what Vasily Lomachenko does in the ring that is so spectacular. Um, his footwork, his fades. It, it all it all works in favor of him 
in his offense and his defense is insane because he could he could faint and he'll make you throw a punch. He'll slip it and counter. Then he'll turn on you and then counter again. He'll switch on you to the other side and counter and and you'll keep throw you'll just keep throwing punches and he'll keep slipping. He'll keep slipping every single punch you throw. It's like it's like hard to hit him. I don't know what what he does or how he does it. He just does it. It's insane. It's amazing reflexes that he has, and also being in 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 dancing programs for so long. I'm pretty sure when he was dancing, his family would just look at him like, dude, what the hell are you doing? How'd you go from boxing to dancing? And now they look at it and they're like, oh, okay, well, your dad was right. That footwork is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so true. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane, dude. All right, well, another fight fo- the, the following weekend on ESPN as well. Well, this one's going to be on pay-per-view. Amir Khan and Terrence Crawford. You it's probably gonna be the worst pay per view numbers in history. Just hang, but yeah. Honestly, I think so too. It's gonna be pretty bad. Because um, no one knows Crawford. I think I think more people know Khan more than Crawford just because he fought Canelo. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with that at all. But um, in this matchup, I know that you're not very fond of Terrence Crawford. You're not his biggest fan. And you've expressed that quite often. And we've had our little debates here and there. To me, he is the number two welterweight in the world right now. Errol Spence is number one. To you, Terrence Crawford, where does he rank in your welterweights? And where does he rank in your pound-for-pound list? Pound-for-pound, I would say nine or eight. Okay, so he cracks the top ten. Not bad. Yeah, he'll crack the top ten and then... And the welterweights, probably I would say five or six. Five, I'll give him five. I see, I've seen more. Nah, I'll be I'll be more generous and give him four, number four. Four or five, I'm not sure. Four or five. Who's ahead of him? Who would you put ahead of him? Errol Spence. Okay. Um... I would put Sean Porter just because he's fought opponents with more names than him. I, I won't say he's better because Sean Porter is a guy that I don't see a lot of. They're both similar guys. I would, I would put them right next to each other right there. Um, I still think Pacquiao's up there. He's Yeah, he's making a little comeback. He's yeah. he's up there. Um, who else do I have? I'm spacing out right now. I have... Errol Spence, Pacquiao. I'm not giving them an order right now. I'm just trying to remember all the Walter Waits. Keith Thurman, Danny Garcia. Nah, Danny Garcia is trash. <laughs> um, who's on? Who's on? Uh, Man. I mean, it's uh, not too packed if you think about no. it. Like huge names. It used no to be No wonder Aero Spence is like also dominant. I mean, he's a beast. I think. No, I would put. I, I would put. I would put what they call Crawford number four. I would put Aero Spence one. Um. Everybody's hungry for Pacquiao. Everybody wants Pacquiao. He's he's a money maker. He's like Floyd. Like right now, ever since he joined um, what's it called? Ever since he 
went to Showtime, everybody wants him. I would put him number two, even. I would, I would put him number two, number three, Sean Porter, number four, Terrence Crawford. Okay. Well, that's respectable. I, I, to me, it's, uh, it's Spence and, and, uh, and Crawford one and two, very close in, in my opinion. But you know what? About Manny Pacquiao, what you were saying about Manny Pacquiao, I think it just speaks a lot about the talent, the all-time great talent that that Manny Pacquiao has. That at the age of forty, he's able to re- reinvent himself and start to give his career a little bit more more light, a little bit more shine. Because when he that when was it that fight against Jeff Horn about two years ago, about two summers ago. Me personally, I thought that Manny Pacquiao was done. I thought that Manny Pacquiao was not going to fight anymore. No, and, I don't think so. I, I, me personally, I thought he won that fight. Well, I think they robbed him. But. It, yeah, but you know, usually when 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 something so heartbreaking like that happens, you know, sometimes some fighters are like, you know what, like I've lost hope in the sport. I'm I'm out of here. But you know. Manny Pacquiao, he he has been on uh, uh well at least like against Tim Bradley that first time. That was a fucking that 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 was so shitty. And I'm yeah. not even the biggest Pacquiao fan, but that was so shitty. And then this one against Jeff Horn, I think I'd have to go watch it back. But still, you know, props to Manny Pacquiao because you know how much I've I've slandered Manny Pacquiao in 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 the past. But you know he's been able to reinvent himself. He did beat Adrian Broner. In January, and he's probably gonna get Errol Spence about in in a few months. So you know, props to him. But actually, I have the ESPN welterweight list right here, and it's you know, it they have Manny Pacquiao at number three. That's who's number who's number two? Terrence Crawford. Number one, Errol Spence. Yes, and then number four, Keith Thurman, and five, Sean Porter. Uh, okay, yeah. So it's not. Awesome. It's not off. <laughs> you know, it's not off. It's it's all right. Um but what about and how ironic is that we're going to talk about Amir Khan right now and that I'm going to ask you this question. Is Amir Khan being overlooked? I think he is based on we talked about everyone in the welterweight division except for Amir Khan right now. Uh, I mean, I would put Amir Khan probably right behind um What's his name? Ugas. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I think I would put Ugas and Amir Khan and Danny Garcia, and then the rest like Broner and those type of guys. You know, Amir Khan doesn't crack you the top know, ten uh, in ESPN. Who cracks it then? Uh, I well, I gave you the first five. Your Dennis Ugas is number six. Danny Garcia is number seven, and then uh, I'm gonna butcher this name. Cavaliuskas. Is that like twenty one and oh? Yeah. Uh Jesse Vargas number nine and then Jamal James number ten. Jamal James? You see, I don't So one guy that would dominate that would have been top five if he would have kept his career going would have been um Omar Figueroa. Yeah. But yeah. he fucked up a lot, but he would have been up there. That guy was my guy. Yeah, he was fun. He had a lot of wars. Um, but but yeah, uh, going back to Amir Khan, do you think he's being overlooked, or you know, is it just we're caught in the hype of of Terrence Crawford because he's a star right now? 
No, I think he's being overlooked, and I feel like he will win in two weeks. Mm. How do you think? How well? What do you think he has to do to win this fight? Box, and he knows how to box. Yes, he does. I agree with you one hundred percent. So that's pretty much all he does. Keep his right. He just has to keep his right hand right on his chin all day. Keeps his jab a lot. Don't try to exchange because I'll give you that Crawford is. You just don't knock out people just like that. So I'll give him. I'll give him credit for that. Um. He, he's been in there with. Trust me. That's. That's enough experience to go up against Terrence Crawford. Well, Khan hasn't lost since he fought Canelo. So, if that says anything, I mean, he, 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 maybe he can reinvent himself like that. But you know what? I think you assessed him perfectly. If he can box, he has the speed. And I'm never going to forget that first exchange, well, that first combination that Amir Khan threw against Canelo Alvarez, that even Canelo Alvarez was like, whoa, this dude is fast. He yep. he acknowledged it. He didn't, Obviously, he didn't say anything, but just the body language was like, yo, I was not expecting this speed. So um, Amir Khan has that advantage, even though Terrence Crawford is a very fast fighter himself. But Amir Khan has all-time great speed, period. To me, the key here remains and like you said it if he gets into an exchange if he gets into an exchange with his hands down or he just gets uh you know sloppy and he and he leaves his chin even just a little bit exposed his lights are gonna get shut off and yeah that could that could be the that could be it that can happen i think i if I if I was Amir Khan, I would my distance the whole fight with my jab. I mean, make um, Crawford come at me, counter him with your speed, and then just counter, get out of there, counter, get out of there, and just do that all night. He can do it. He's a pro. He's been he's been in the ring with good guys like Mindana himself. Oh yeah. Um, so. I think he can do it. Work the body. Try to work the body. Work the head with the body. I mean, he can do it. He just has to be really smart about it. Yeah. Turn in his in his career. So. Yeah. He go for it. Amir Khan. Yeah, I agree. He has the tools. He has the tools. He can do it. He can pull it off. But, I mean, I I don't know. It's just that I've seen him get knocked out cold so many times. And by so many times, you know, well, two or three times, that might be a little bit too many. But, dude, I, I, I want to root for Amir Khan. And trust me, even though, have I ever told you the story of when he blocked me on Twitter? Oh, yeah, you told me. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it was after, what was it? I think his fight against Devin Alexander. I'm going to tell the, the, just quick story time. Um, and he, he, he posted a, a tweet about, uh, about Floyd Mayweather beating Floyd Mayweather, and um, and I responded with a picture of <laughs> of him getting dropped by Danny Garcia and the caption, "LOL." It literally took him about three and a half minutes to block me. I I tried to go back into his profile just to see the comments on on the tweet, and uh, well, I couldn't. It said that I was blocked. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, I still want to root for him. I really do. I really I would love to see him win because he's an exciting fighter 
but ah oh, man that you can't condition a chin and that's something that really worries me every time Amir Khan fights like that Canelo knockout dude he was dead for about 30 seconds i mean that was just filthy it was brutal it was brutal i mean but he was in there with a more experienced guy Terrence i don't know man I, i'm going for time and i got him in 12 if he wins in 12 because we know everybody's here crawford's a big name so it might be hard to win in 12 so i don't know but I still got Amir Amir Khan in 12. You'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised. I think that having a great British boxer is massive business for everyone. So you'd be surprised. Um, Even though there's been a lot of rumors and a lot of speculations that Amir Khan doesn't... He, he, obviously, we, we don't live in England, but he just... He doesn't rub the English fans the right way. And a lot of people think that it's because of his heritage, that it's because of his background. And I mean, that would suck if that was the case, you know, like he's a, he's a, he's a legit boxer and that would suck if just because of how he looks, how he, or how he talks or who he is, that's the reason why they don't, they don't fully back him. Yeah. That would, yeah, that's, but then, up, but then again, I look at it and I'm like, well, Prince Nassim Ahmed was a big deal in the 90s and early 2000s. So is that really the case? Maybe he's just Amir Khan's personality. He might not be the most likable dude. He doesn't say the best things. He's not that quotable. Or, and if he is, it's something that's way off. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I would love to see Amir Khan give a good fight. Being completely honest. And I hope it goes to 12 rounds like you said. Because that would show me where Terrence Crawford really is. To me, I think he's legit. What? Well, let me ask you this one more before I let you go. What does Terrence Crawford have to do to fully convince you? Be Aerosponge. Ooh. I mean. Who has he fought? Uh, his, his yeah, yeah. His his resume isn't really. It's not flashy, but. It's pretty pretty bad in my opinion he he went he wanted 12 rounds with um jose benavides who who has he fought that's known besides probably not no one i mean the only decent guy that jose benavides probably fought that i kind of think i remember maybe i'm mistaking this guy i think um What's his name? Mauricio Herrera? I think he fought him. I'm not sure, though. I can search it up right now. That's a legit fighter, though. He is a legit fighter. Yeah, Mauricio Herrera. But still, I I know. That's the only guy Jose Benavides has pretty much fought besides Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford couldn't even finish him. And that was his... Well, yeah, that was his his last fight. I mean, he did finish him in the 12th round, but... But it did take him. It took him a while. Yeah. So, I mean, I I totally understand where you're coming from. Where Terrence Crawford, you you think Terrence Crawford has to beat Errol Spence in a in a future fight, which we're hoping it does happen. And that's understandable. But 
even like the way he beats these guys, nothing. His footwork, the way he switches stances, which I would think that you would really appreciate because you know guys that do that and you do that yourself, you know, when you're when you're sparring and when you're doing uh and when you're doing training. You do that yourself and you do it quite well. So I I, I don't know. I would think that maybe you would look at Terrence Crawford and you're like, Oh, well, you know what? I I, I appreciate that. I'll, I'll I'll root for this guy, but I mean I I, I I just I just have to see him do it against the top dog. You see, for example, let's say Lomachenko. Lomachenko will do anything he wants against nobody in the room. You saw how he did it in the United I mean, actually, the fight the fight he suffered a little bit in was his last fight against Puerto Rican man. Pedraza. Uh, Pedraza. Yeah. I mean, he didn't suffer. You can't say he suffered, but like he didn't do all the. He wasn't. He, I don't know what he was trying to do. He was fighting a little bit different, trying to stay in front of him instead of moving around. Against every every fight, um, he literally played around, and he thirteen his career. He looked like shit. Terrence Crawford has that career that, yeah, like, like everybody in the morning. I mean, he's decent guys, but I still have to see him prove something against someone. So, I mean, if he beats Amir Khan easy since the first round, I'll start giving him credit. All right. And if he, if he ever fights um, Errol Spence, uh, maybe I don't want him. Uh, maybe I, he doesn't have to beat him, but as long as he gives him a good fight, I'll give him credit. But if he is a real top three fighter, he has to beat Keith Thurman. That you just don't belong in there. I think he could beat Keith Thurman, honestly. Keith Thurman. You know, I, never... I think so too. I I actually think so too. I mean, Keith Thurman, he looked real bad against um. Who was it? His last fight. Josecito. It was against Josecito Lopez. Was it? Oh yeah, he was. He was getting rocked. He was. <laughs> so oh, I don't know, God. man. Yeah, you know the welterweight division in boxing is always it's always interesting. So. We'll see what happens. Yes. All right, Ronaldo, I appreciate your time. Uh, where can the people follow you if they want to? If they want to see what you post or talk boxing, some fitness, um, they, something. You can follow me on Instagram, God of Chicago. Exactly how it sounds all together. So, yep. All right, yep. there you go at God of Chicago on Instagram, and you can follow me on Twitter at Alex Perez FC. You can follow the show on Twitter and on Instagram at Dirty Brawlers, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We have all of uh, all of the shows on those platforms as well. Ronaldo, thank you very much for your time. Uh, enjoy the fights this weekend because we have a lot. Yeah, sure. Thank you. And I'll probably hit you up to see them. <laughs> oh, you already know. That ESPN Plus subscription is clutch. <laughs> all right, for everyone. Sure. <laughs> thank you very much. Take care. Goodbye.